Hi, I'm Sam Walsh, producer of Multisite Masters. Welcome to this week's show. This week we have Brian McCarthy joining us. Brian is the Managing Director of Valor Hospitality Europe, an established and growing hotel management and franchisee business with operations in the UK and Europe. In this episode, you'll hear how Brian manages his team, their portfolio of sites and brands, and also their investors' expectations for performance and returns. Brian shares with us the vision for growing Valor and the simple principles which he lives by and implements across the business. He also goes on to describe the character traits he looks for in new staff and the really important lessons he's learned from his own mentors over the years. Joining us as our host again this week, we also have Jane Sunley. Jane is founder and chair of HR consultancy Purple Cube, which advises some of the best known names in retail, hospitality and beyond on just how they can harness technology to improve employee engagement. You can contact the Purple Cube team via hello at purplecube.com or through their website purplecube.com. That's purple as in the colour, C-U-B-E-D, all one word, dot com. This episode is brought to you by Yapster, the mobile chat app for retail and hospitality teams. Some of the UK's biggest retail and hospitality brands are already using Yapster to drive sales, improve job satisfaction and lower staff turnover. To find out more about how Yapster can help your organisation, please visit yapster.info. That's Y-A-P-S-T-E-R dot info. Okay then, on with the show. Over to you, Jane. I'm Jane Sunley, and I'm sitting here today in the Purple Cubed offices with Brian McCarthy, who is the Managing Director for Valor Europe. Welcome, Brian. Hi, Jane. Good to see you again. And you. Just can we start by uh, just giving us a bit of a whirlwind tour of your career, tell us yeah, how you absolutely. got to where you are. Absolutely. Um, my, my main background has been in hotels, although I had a fair old stint in um, health clubs along the way. Um, I got into the hotel business, I suppose by default, as a youngster I was keen to um, do some work in hotels and um, I worked in a local family owned business for a couple of summers and that. Um, I studied at Galway uh, Hotel School, um, came over here in the late 80s, um, came up through the ranks at Stackis and then um, at Millennium and Copthorne Hotels, and then sort of sidestepped into the world of health clubs, um, worked for Livingwell, who were the leisure division, or were, or were at that time the leisure division of Hilton, and um, then did some time with a sporter, um, and then in the last sort of seven or eight, maybe ten years, Come back into the hotel industry. Yeah, tell us a bit about Valor. Um, yeah, Valor is a um, third-party management company um, started by two partners in Atlanta, um, a guy called Ewan Midlashen, who's a hotelier, and uh, his partner Steve Sessinger, who's a, in a previous life was an investment banker. Okay. Um, they formed a small management company which has evolved, they now run hotels in the States, they run some hotels in South Africa and um, and had worked with our existing and our current owners previously in the States. Um, when our owners bought what was in the old days Queen's Moathouse Hotels, um, they worked with Stephen Ewan and on the back of that we formed Valor Europe and um, today we work exclusively with the existing owners of QMH are keen to evolve that over the next 12 to 24 months. Our vision is very simple. We'd like to work with two or three um, uh, private equity firms 
running UK and Europe based portfolios, typically in, on the, in the franchise space. Um, our, I suppose the, the cornerstones of our business are very, very straightforward. We believe in two or three simple principles, engaging people effectively, creating an environment where people can deliver for the customer, wrapping it up in great commercial expertise and producing returns comparable with our competitors better than most. I love a simple, a simple vision is perfect and uh, obviously you do it very well because you not only got amazing results but you also won the KT last year. Yeah, been the yeah we've, done, we've done well in a, in a very short length of time. Um, we just formed 24 months ago and we have been recognised by, um, by the industry for creating the right place to work in the right environment. Commercially we've done well as well. We're starting to build a profile, there's a recognition of valour and I think you know, without sounding in any way um, egotistical, there's a, there's a recognition we've done things well and can yes. continue to do good things Absolutely. well. Absolutely, by putting your people at the heart of it. Yeah, we've put the people at the heart of it, we've built a good team. Um, I think our, our beliefs are very straightforward. Put the people at the heart of it, have good process, have good measurement, have clarity of thought and have a consistent message. And if you put those pillars in place, um, and continue to push the standards and be ambitious, you will get there and you will create a better environment. And you know, even in our engagement scores over the 24 months, the improvement's been phenomenal. Yeah, brilliant. Great stuff. Okay, so it must be quite interesting for your people because they work for you, but they work for different brands as well. So yeah. how does that work? Yeah, it's interesting. Um, I suppose we've been lucky because our foundation was... The old QMH business, so and they are the uh, all 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 the guys were employed and worked under the owned brand, and um, that then evolved into an IHG franchise, but there was still the QMH core as such. So you never really had this third party feeling. And mm-hmm. um, I believe everyone that works for us absolutely believes they work for Valor and they execute a franchise. Or they, execute, they execute a brand proposition under a franchise. So their first and primary allegiance is to Valor, um, but it's absolutely clear that we operate as complete friends of the brand of, and, and several brands we work with. Our aim is to execute those brands as well as we possibly can. So there is a bit of a, a joint ownership or a joint belonging, but I think how they behave is all about our culture. Yes. How we execute is all about the brand. Yeah, and you have a very strong culture because you defined it and then you live it. Yeah, we um, we defined it very, very clearly right from the outset, and it's all about it's all about being energetic, being decent for want of a better term, creating an emotional connection with the business, and then we measure accordingly. So everybody gets the performances reviewed against our our brand proposition or against our against a cultural proposition and um and yeah and we believe in it and and we hold ourselves at a senior level accountable for that as well yes. so it is all about culture yes so i know you're quite a humble guy and you won't like me saying this but you are leadership in action i mean we can all see that so who have you learned from and what's your leadership philosophy if you like okay um i suppose you learn a lot of things along the way you know you work for great guys and you work for not so great guys so sometimes you learn as much from the not so great guys because <laughs> you think I'll never repeat that 
But um, I think uh, I, two key influences on me. Um, one's a guy called Neil Gillis, who um, was the CEO of a sporter when I was there. Mm-hmm. And um, interesting character, um, charismatic character, commercially focused, strategically very smart. And he took a, what was essentially a broken business and turned it into a very, very successful business with a successful sale. I suppose from Neil I got a few things. I got the value of best people in every position possible, um, energy, enthusiasm, simplicity, focus. And um, you know, he would always say simple things about, for example, strategic vision. He would say, anyone can write the strategy. It's only the good guys who can implement it day in, day out. So he was, he, he was and he changed the way up. I thought about a lot of things and he probably made me a lot more impatient and a lot more, um, in a positive way, I mean this, a- aggressive in a good way. And I see aggression as being ambitious as opposed to being a nasty thing. Um, and then the other top, top guy I worked for is a guy called Gary Davis. Um, and both these characters are massively dissimilar, but equally desperately alike. And okay. they um, both are strategically sound. They both focus on the simple. They um, make uh, their, their message is very consistent. Um, and while one is probably much more outgoing and probably charismatic than the other, the fundamental beliefs are the same. Their backgrounds are very different as well. But how they actually turn poor businesses into good businesses very very simple process, very very similar processes, and they were the two biggest influences. And um, yeah, I gained a lot from them. Interesting. Yeah. So keep it simple and yeah. keep doing it. I guess. Yeah, keep it simple, keep it consistent, um, and then we have to be commercial. You know, Gary used to have his little term of you know follow the money, yeah. and he's so he's so right. You know, as you're trying to as you're trying to drive your top line revenue fish in the right ponds don't bother in the ponds where you're going to get no reward um, and that was that and he had a constant constant focus on that um, and he had also a real ambition to deliver excellence um, and he's an interesting quirky character um, and yeah he's a humble guy actually but has had massive success yeah amazing yeah absolutely but the legend I guess uh, so, apart from all of these great things, what else are you particularly proud of? Um, I, I think I'm proud of uh, a few other bits and pieces. I've created a great team at senior level. Um, I've set out to recruit people who are bigger than the current roles, right. who will be able to cope with scale as and when we evolve. So I think our team have a credibility. Yes. And as we move and work with two or three different owners, We'll have a team to cope with that. So that's probably the first thing. Um, also, I'm proud of, I don't believe in engagement for engagement's sake. I believe in engagement to deliver commercial results. Of so, um, and we have delivered the commercial results. So I think the two are sitting side by side, working effectively together. That gives me pride. Um, I like the fact the brands from IHG to Hilton to Marriott recognizes as a professional um, effective management organization yes. 
and probably see us as a partner and and probably respect us as a partner. So I think I've managed to get the respect of the brands. Yes. Um, and that's important. And then, um, yeah, we've, we've had some recognition in the industry. And it's always nice when um, your colleagues or your peers recognize you do a job well. And that's for, to give you that sort of inner satisfaction as opposed to, I'm not particularly fussed on plaudits and claps on the back and all that. It no. doesn't really do anything I for know. me. But it gives you the feeling inside somewhere that says, do you know what, we're pretty good at what we do. Yeah, good for you, exactly. So when you decided to embark on this journey of going into a franchise business, yeah. that must have been quite an interesting yeah, process. To be, to be honest, and I was drawn to the job because it was my first opportunity to take an MD role and um, I was drawn to it because I liked the size, the decent scale, but you know, sensible size. Um, I particularly clicked with Ewan McLashen, the founder of Valor. We probably have very, very similar beliefs. Um, I then clicked with our owners and I quite liked their very straightforward approach. They want a commercial result, delivered well, and delivered without fuss. Yes. So. I don't think I specifically set off to join the world of franchised hotels. I think I set off to take my first MD role in an environment where I believed that the owners, the founders had similar beliefs to myself and where I could, yeah, fulfill. I I knew I had a model that would work and I knew I had a model that I could implement effectively and this gave me the environment to get on and do it really. Brilliant, you smashed it out of the park, so what can you say? Uh, Let's just talk a bit about marketing and branding because that must be an interesting one when you've got fixed brands and things. Yeah, um, it is interesting in the extent that um, the brands are very much set. You know, our job is to deliver the brand effectively Um, and I think the successful franchisees are the ones who embrace that and don't fight it. I find it bizarre that so many people sign franchise agreements and then um, squabble with the franchisor for mm. the following 10 years. Right. So it makes absolutely <laughs> no sense to me whatsoever. No. So we stick with the game, stick with the rules, implement the brand, execute the brand as effectively as we possibly can, underpinned by our cultural beliefs. Um, from a marketing perspective, um, different areas of marketing are handled in different ways. We are probably most effective on our retail food and beverage marketing side, um, that's that's where we make the difference. Right. You know, we have some venues like our Sky Lounge and Double Tree Leeds, which essentially is a club, and okay. we market that effectively. It's a it's a club within a Double Tree hotel. Okay. So our marketing is a mixed bag. We're responsible for some of it, but clearly the brands drive an awful lot of it. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, great. You talked a lot about your teams and building the team around you, but how about in the brand, in the properties? How does that work? Do you get involved? Do they yeah, we do, yeah, I do, I do get involved. They'll probably all say, I wish he didn't. <laughs> um, uh, I'm a big believer that you've got to influence at least two levels down from where, 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 where you work. Okay. Um, and you've got to be in touch with who's working at that level. And you've got to instill that culture right through the organization. If everyone can dip down two levels, you get a, you'll get a good business. So clearly we try and influence and touch as many people as we possibly can, but I'm pretty obsessive about getting the best performance, the best quality and the best environment, um, not just at GM level, but for the guys who report directly to the GMs, yeah. and then I'll touch on the next level down as well. Yeah. So I meddle a bit, but I try not to. I do really get my fingers in a few pies, which sometimes irritate the guys, but I think you need that involvement 
and they need to feel that involvement if yeah. you're going to create the culture you're trying to create. Yeah, and obviously you've got quite a fixed way of, of delivering. So do you find people that you think, that's a good person, but I'm going to have to convert them to the way, or do you always look for people Yeah, I'm not that fixed, to be honest. I'm not that fixed. I'm interested in people who have something about them, have an energy, have an enthusiasm, um, have an ambition. Yes. Um, we're working hard now on bringing to our own GMs. Everyone talks about it. Um, only some people manage to execute that and succeed, and you've got to stick with it. We've appointed our first couple of internal appointments recently. Right. Yeah. We're lucky. We've got a good span of hotels from relatively straightforward businesses to the more complex so we can sustain people's careers for a, yes. a length of time. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I'm yeah, I'm, I'm interested in the, not, not the quirky for quirky, quirky's sake, um, but I'm interested in people who have energy, who have enthusiasm, who have um, positivity and ambition and are looking to, you know, do something with their with their career. Yes. And if, if we can find those guys, you know, we'll yeah, we'll work with them. Yeah. But not everyone fits in a box. Well, of course. Yeah. When you've got a strong culture, that's how it goes. Yeah. I, know, I know that from here. So I was with um, a five-star general manager the other day, very large property, and he interviews absolutely everybody who works there right down to the kitchen yeah. porter or the housekeeper or whatever it happens to be. So for your GMs, how far down do they go with the... Yeah, I'd love if I could hand and heart say they do that. <laughs> And, I'm uh, sure you don't have to. And uh, they, they, um, the guys who are really, really focused on it will go down a few levels. The guys who aren't focused enough don't, but will in the future. And I suppose it's the one thing that I've never been a five star hotelier, um, but it's the one thing I look at in that arena and think, what do they do particularly well? They have detail, they set the scene, they're obsessed with detail. And you meet guys like you've just described. They want to make sure that every single person that comes through that door yeah. is able to deliver the dream. Yeah. And I think as um, three and four star hoteliers, we can learn a lot from that. And um, yeah, it's probably the one thing of, I'm not envious of, envy is the wrong word, but it's one thing if I could grab more of it, get yeah. more of it into our business, yeah. I would. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Because it's all about culture, of course. Okay, so uh, what do you think, you know, a bit of crystal ball gazing here, yeah. what do you think's next for hoteliers, the hotel business? Yeah, okay, there's a few things. First of all, the world of franchise is going to grow, and it's going to grow and grow and grow. Yeah. So that's good news for us. So my whole view is the guys who deliver well and execute well, owners will want us. So that bit's, that bit's good. Um, we will always, you know, even obviously now we're into the, Brexit era, so everyone's talking about shortfall, shortage of labour, and honestly, you know, not enough skilled people and all that. We all know that. We've known it for years. You know, Brexit just maybe crystallises our thoughts. Another thing, really, isn't it? It doesn't really make that yeah. big a difference. Yeah. That will never go away, though. Mm. So you do have to start to generate your own talent. Yes. That's a given. And that's not like a textbook answer just for the sake of it. I'm a believer. So you've got it, and only the, only the successful will deliver their own guys. So that's a big one. Um, the, obviously, the whole world of technology changes, evolves at a pace that's yeah. unbelievable. You know, I've got a three-year-old. He's fluent on his iPad already. Of course. Um, <laughs> it's, I don't think it's frightening. It's great, actually. And, um, but we're lucky because we work hand-in-hand with key brands so they will help us stay abreast of technology. Yes. We have to be responsible and aware of it 
and we have to embrace it, but we have cutting edge um, technology experts around us because yes. they work for the brand. So yes. that's so that's good. Um, customers, guests, their requirements change, yeah, but do they change that much? You know, you can people will talk about what the millennials want and all this stuff. Fundamentally, the principles of great hospitality, great standards, yeah. great delivery never change. Absolutely. So if you can keep your fundamental principles, move with the times, move with the people, you cannot be a dinosaur and think you're going to lead 3,000 people, you know, most of whom are early 20s. You've got to move with the times. You've got to realize it's not like it was 20 years ago. Exactly. We shouldn't lament those days. We should just embrace the current, in my view. Absolutely. Because, of course, millennials, fantastic opportunity. Yeah, totally, totally. The world's changing. Embrace the change and don't, you know, hop back to the old days and yeah. say it wasn't like this when I was on my way yeah. up. Because it'll never be like it was like yeah, that. Yeah, hallelujah. I know. Yeah, I hear that many so many days, I tell you. It's, um, uh, yeah, scary, really. So, brilliant. Uh, well, thank you very much. On that note, uh, I think we'll just thank you for coming, Brian. And Good. thanks for sharing Great all that. Great to see you again. Yeah, thank and you. Very you. Much. Thank you to our guest, Brian McCarthy, Managing Director of Valor Hospitality Europe. If you want to get in touch with either Brian or Jane, you can find their contact details on our website, multisitemasters.co.uk. Thanks also to our episode sponsor, Yapster, the mobile chat app for retail and hospitality teams. To find out more about how Yapster can help your organisation, please visit yapster.info. That's Y-A-P-S-T-E-R dot info. We hope you enjoyed the show and we look forward to welcoming you back for next week's episode. As ever, you can email me via producer at multisitemasters.co.uk with any feedback or suggestions you might have for future guests. Thanks.